Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely an old article. So now it's 50. 50 million! Yeah, so. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Win the money, baby! <laughs> Nick Murkovich and Alex Tomich, welcome to On The Mic. G'day guys. Mike, Thank you so much Thanks, for having Mike. me here Thanks at your us. amazing offices. Welcome. The High Smile Legends. Guys, congratulations on such an incredible career. Thank you. Uh, an incredible business. You look, look at you go. You're just high flying and taking over, aren't you? That's it. Yeah, it's been a, a good three years. It's gone, it's gone quick, but there's been a lot that's happened in between, so I'm sure we're going to touch on a bit of that now. Man, where did you guys meet? How did this all come about? Um, so we've been family friends for the last 10 years. Our mm. mothers actually work together um, locally at the Village Roadshow at the theme parks. Oh, wow. Um, Wonder Woman and Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, baby. <laughs> HR. Yeah. I think I've got a photo with your mum. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. And so uh, the friendship just evolved, and, and you, you guys always trying to come up with yeah, with friendship ideas evolved, or? but we sort of have the same sort of wavelength of how we think, sort of thinking quite larger businesses that, that were quite successful, and we sort of both had that drive in in the business world. So then we linked up and and sort of break down some notes so together. How did two young knockabout lads from the Gold Coast? <laughs> All of a sudden, I mean, I was reading in the paper, it might have been an old article that you've turned over something like $10 million of, of selling these dental whitening kits. Is it, what is it? Has it gone through the roof even yeah, bigger that, now? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's definitely an old article. Now it's 50. 50 million! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the money, baby? <laughs> Why aren't we doing this at the casino? On a rooftop bar somewhere? <laughs> Shit. Is that your Lamborghini out the back? <laughs> nah. Do you have castles? <laughs> not yet, no. not yet. But yeah, um, how did that sort of come about? Obviously, we brainstormed, but we always had a vision that this wasn't just a hobby. A lot of people around our age, they start a business as a hobby or inspired by someone else starting a business. But us, we're, we're always been self-motivated. And- yeah, but my hobby was doing mobile discos when I was a kid. <laughs> and I was lucky to get 150 bucks because my dad would take the rest of the money because he owned all the gear. But, but you guys are just thinking big. Is, yeah. is that how it's always been for you? Just think as, the, as big as you possibly can? Literally from day one. We Even though we were, it was funny, even though we were sending from our home to start with, we always knew that this, this is exactly where we would be. And we still have a much, much bigger vision of where we want High Smile to be. Um, but yeah, we, we always had that pretty So was, was the vision like, this is where we want to be. We want, just want a massive business. We want to take over the world. We want to make shitloads of money. Or was it, no, we know that there's a, a gap in the market where we can do quite well. Yeah, the gap in the market was a lot of the brands and the brands still are currently very default and they don't really stand for anything. So we knew we would come in, um, really challenge that, create mm. products and for the people. Mm. Um, products that actually meant something and were quite of some standard. And then as on a brand level, how did we want to really represent ourselves and that's where we sort of separate ourselves from anybody else in the industry yeah so you just look for that like the gap in the market yeah. and you thought well let, you know you go to the dentist and like oh, i've had shit loads of work done on my teeth over the years like my my friend chris Marta, if you're watching uh he's actually the uh, one of the bosses of red bull america uh, okay. when we were kids we were mucking around with a stick, he knocked out my tooth and I had to have all this gentle work, spent thousands and then all of a sudden some of my teeth were a different colour to the, the other to ones the, in yeah, front yeah. and I tried, 
you know, bleaching them and everything like that. And, and the, the bleach was like fully Sensing, stinging yeah, my gums. One, because I'm a wuss. And two, because from what I've, what I've heard is that the bleach that a lot of dentists use is, isn't so good. And I know the dentists will be watching this and going, nah, piss off. <laughs> you know, we charge $1,000 because we do a completely different service. My, my girlfriend, Bianca, she's a dental nurse. Okay. And so you, you must have uh, had a few people, a few knockers since you've started saying, you know, what is this? It's not as good as going to the dentist. Not For us, not really, because we've separated ourselves. We, yeah. we sort of stand for something entirely different. We have the sort of benefit of being able to do it in your own home. So we don't have to concentrate the one procedure in one go, which yeah. it obviously has its effect on the teeth. So we s- spread that out over six uses um, t- to get the results. And, and that's sort of the, the way that we've, we've liked to go. So you've, you've smashed it through social media. It, it's uh, mainly advertised on like Snapchat and Instagram. Um, how did you guys figure out the matrix of how to really make that work? Yeah, just, just from testing and playing. So the way we launched, we launched off the back of influencer marketing. Obviously, being young guys, we didn't have that much money or startup capital. We wanted to start on our own back. So yeah. 50-50 split myself and Alex. Mm. So we basically had the product set aside 10% of the product to send to influencers. And when I'm talking influencers, I'm not talking about the big names we're working with now. It's people with 1,000, 2,000 followers who are happy to receive a free product, give their opinion to us and mm. give the feedback to their followers if they enjoy it. How do you know when, when you look at someone with 1,000 followers and you go, okay, this this girl or guy is going to help us sell a bunch of teeth whitening kits? The thing is you don't. Yeah. So we, we go out without looking too much at what other brands are doing. We go out and test it for ourselves. It's all mm. well and good looking what previous gym brands and stuff mm. have done with their influencer marketing campaign. Mm. We did it ourselves, which is why we've now been able to systemize process and learn from those experiences. It's much better to learn off a free influencer than someone you're paying a couple thousand dollars for. So yeah, right. So how do you our, figure that out? How do you know is someone you're going to pay as opposed to someone who you um, give it to it for free? Now, now it's touch and feel. If they if they propose an offer that they've got a rate, then we sort of we go back and forth. If they say I'm worth a couple hundred dollars, we go back look. Mm. What's the brand awareness? We do, we generally don't look at how many mm. kits we're going to sell from mm. them. It's like. What's the content that they produce? Yeah. What's their audience? Are yeah. we going to break into a new audience? Yeah. Are they going to accelerate our growth in a current audience yeah. in a target market? And how can we repurpose that content? So, so it started out, you, you were uh, you were hitting people up, but yeah. now, now I guess they're knocking on your door because they know it's such a successful exactly. business model. Yeah. So uh, you know, what kind of people are knocking on the door saying, hey, I'll promote your teeth whitening. Is, is, like, yeah, do you have big, like thousands of people a day or is it? Big people. We've, yeah. we've had big name athletes, Australian athletes, international athletes now promote it. Primarily because of people like Conor McGregor, Kylie Jenner, who had that legitimacy and had that reach and the appeal and the aura to the yeah. brand. So we've had some big names actually. Well, Kylie some. Jenner and Conor McGregor, they are two massive names. Definitely. How the hell did you get involved with Conor McGregor? <laughs> two, two young dudes from the Gold Coast all of a sudden have their business working with Conor McGregor. Was it like, you know, you paid him or you just cut him in on the business? Does he own a part of this thing? What's so, the story? So obviously to get to that point, we we worked with well over 20,000 influencers up yeah. until that point. So we really- 20,000? Probably even more now. Wow. So we really understood how it all worked. And from that, you get a lot of contacts, you get in touch with a lot of agents, and then obviously the right person gets you in contact with the, with, with the people that you want to work with. Okay. Then, it, then it really matters of, who do you want to get and how do you want to now structure your business to be mm. get that reach that only these guys can have mm. um, that, that's it's such a professional approach I mean like I, I'm, I'm thinking I, I, I wanted some awesome story like oh we're hanging out in Vegas and kind of a a party and you know he had these, these strippers and these midgets and we're drinking vodka and all of a sudden Conor McGregor's like hey who are you guys oh we do teeth whitening I'll promote that for you fuckers yeah give it to me that, that didn't happen like that it no. would be cool if it was like that 
it was yeah it was a lot more professional i guess yeah. but it was it was exciting because we wanted to go for conor mcgregor because we wanted to target the male audience we yeah. originally we went very much female orientated with our packaging with the way we sold and then mm. it was like we need a headline influence in the male demographic and oh why didn't you say so i know this, <laughs> this certain slightly overweight ex-reality tv host by the name of mike that he could definitely we'll have to get out there, <laughs> If so, we got the budget for it. So you, you worked with him, obviously, but did you did you meet him and work with him personally? Yeah, like, so we actually went to Vegas for the fight, for the Mayweather oh yeah. fight. So we signed the deal, we wrapped the deal up prior to the fight even being known or even being announced. We had that gut feeling that the fight was going to happen and Saucer was sort of leaking things. And we are like, listen, let's let's take a gamble here. Let's go with Connor. Um, we haven't had a big name influencer in the male market. Connor is someone who doesn't just influence people, he influences males. Like males mm. look up to Conor McGregor, whereas you get males who females look up to and they don't exactly influence people or make them want to purchase the product or try the product that they're using. Because, so, because your, your main aim was 15 to 24 year old females when you started? When we started, yeah, 15 yeah. to 24, to really narrow it down and simplify it for us. And so you're expanding the market and going, you guys want nice looking teeth as well. Yeah. Exactly. So for the first time, I think it was about a month ago, we actually sold more to males than we did to females. And obviously wow. that was our big goal. So Connor was, that. I mean, Connor's massive. Huge. I mean, what, what's, he, what's his following online? It's, it's 20 something mill now 20. it's increased but, but, when we signed it was te around 10 but because the mayweather fight it grew and now it's 20 is it 20. bigger than, than kylie jenner no nah, no what's no she way. at like 100, 100 plus 100 mil. Yeah. right right so uh, a post on uh, kylie jenner will sell more teeth whitening than conor mcgregor at 20 million um different appeal and it, it operates differently conor mcgregor has a very very engaged following of people really love what he does so it's, it's quite you can't always just look <laughs> at the numbers i don't <laughs> give a fuck <laughs> but i give a fuck about my teeth yeah, exactly <laughs> did you have it in the contract if he knocks his teeth out fighting <laughs> and have to pay him <laughs> no money i know we should have yeah, damn. Well, that's that's a, a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. You got any, any got any cool stories like after the fight? You yeah. Know, did you get to go and hang out with him? Did you go to his house? We actually wrestled with his, his jet. We actually wrestled like after the fight. We actually wrestled with his coach, um, who coaches with him, which was pretty interesting. And oh, because you do a bit of MMA? Not really, but he's just like oh, because we're up there, we're hanging out with him all, and then the coach is like, hey, let, let's wrestle. I'm like, fuck, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so was it one of those after parties where you yeah, sit, you're sitting fun. on a massive yeah. couch and like, hey, you guys want to wrestle? Let's go. Exactly yeah. that. What you said is it how it happened yeah nice and, yeah. and what were they drinking like cristal and like that that's twenty thousand dollar bottle of vodka yeah as he is just bowling that guy it was at and but the thing was it was at the wind which he is a resident at so everything was he provided. lives at the wind no no no. it's like you know how you have resident djs at clubs yeah he was the first person who wasn't a dj to be a resident at the club oh, so he just has to come He's and hang out as part of his deal exactly it. every fight he comes and hangs out there he gets his bottle service, his room and everything. So it was, um, it was unbelievable. That's, that's incredible. Cause I, th I thought I was quite special cause I have the same deal at the Surfers Beer Garden. <laughs> and uh, there's like a little area up the back just near the men's toilets where I, 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 it's always reserved for me. It's like my name carved into the table. <laughs> we'll all have to go after this and celebrate it. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the deal doesn't happen anymore. But if you're watching, I'm interested in open to offers. Um, so <laughs> you guys must love living on the Gold Coast because you know, you've got a $50 million business. You you could have lived anywhere in the world. Exactly. Honestly, the Gold Coast is the place to be. Like I was just saying it yesterday. I live one kilometre that way. Yeah. The office is here. The beach is 100 metres that way. Mm. The shops are probably 500 metres in that yeah, direction. Yeah, I mean, that Pacific Fair, it, it, incredible shops. Unbelievable. Yeah. Every, literally everything is within walking distance, you could say. And mm. you just... You just don't get that same thing in yeah. like a city, say we're in Australia, a city yeah. like Sydney. Yeah. You can't go to the beach one day, go to work that same day, go to the shops that same day. Oh, come on, man, I live in Bondi. 
Bondi, I think, is a little bit different to, Bond, to, to the rest of Sydney. Like, yeah. I mean, the North Shore of Sydney. That, that's probably a good like, point. When I think of the city, it, the city, city where we usually have our meetings and where mm. you picture, yeah. The but oh, there is a great vibe and an awesome energy to to your office and your studios. How many staff you got here? Uh, Good looking got, staff too, I might add. <laughs> we got here thirty five, and then we have a warehouse where we have another uh, six to seven at any one time. All right, and um, I was reading the story in the uh, the Gold Coast Bully. Apparently, yeah. you're planning to hire a lot more people. A lot, a lot more. So that's that's one of our big focuses in this next sort of period too be able to cope with the scale. So we're about to scale quite. quite so you never move your offices to anywhere else in the world or um, around we Australia? We will definitely be expanding and we may need to set up in other places, but we'll always mm. have our headquarters. I True to the know. Gold Coast. Definitely. How loyal. And I mean, you must be excited about the Commonwealth Games coming up here as well. That's That'd going to be, be massive. I'm intrigued to see what, what happens and how, yeah. how does Gold Coast cope with it? Because a lot of people have been against it saying, you know, we're going to spend all this money on infrastructure, stadiums, yeah. and, you know, people will come and they'll go and it'll be empty. But, but it can't do anything bad. What's yeah. worse that can happen? They build the infrastructure, which sets it up mm. very, very well for... Give us room for, for growth. Well, mm. we've got, what, I'd say a population of like 600,000. That's yeah. like, yeah, six, maybe seven now. But mm. there's going to be rumour, has it uh, two million people yeah. on the Gold Coast at that time? So yeah. you're looking at... But more importantly, I think it rewires how we perceive the Gold Coast to be. Suddenly, yeah. after the Commonwealth Games come, yeah. suddenly, we're, suddenly we're a bigger city. And we appeal. see ourselves yeah. as a bigger city and then... From that, you start to grow and, and really. You, you, would you guys ever be like ambassadors for the Gold Coast or anything like that? Has anyone approached you to do Sil that kind of we're thing? We're silently ambassadors for the Gold Coast, yeah. but no one's really approached us on actually Officially, taking that yeah. further. But we're all for the Gold Coast. Can't speak highly. I mean, you, you're it. working with incredible influences all over the world. Mm. If you know, if the Gold Coast Mayor who likes to uh, you yeah. know chuff off to China every five <laughs> minutes to promote some developments happening on the Gold Coast that he says he has nothing to do with, <laughs> um, surely you guys working with all these big names would be an amazing asset to the Gold Coast. Definitely huge for sure. For sure. I'm going to tweet him and see what happens. You should. <laughs> see what happens. Probably ignore me like he does the ABC. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what's your favourite thing about the Gold Coast? I Lifestyle for me. And the, the ability to be able to get in a very clear mindset to sort of go down our own path. I think that's one thing that the Gold Coast has better than, better than anywhere. Yeah, nice. I love the Gold Coast as well. Beautiful place. Mike Goldman, Gold Coast. And I've been working for years here on, you know, Big Brother. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't know if you remember this reality TV show, people <laughs> living in a house. We've so. worked with a lot, of, a lot of people on Big Brother. Oh, did you really? That sort of okay. um, that took us to the next step. When I said influencer marketing, oh. we did influencer marketing. Then when we went to the paid version of it, yeah. we started working with Sky and Asia from Big Brother. I don't know what episode they were on. Yeah. I didn't really follow it, but yeah. they were on The Big, Big Brother, Brother crew helped you step it up. And That's a, part of the reason why I'm here, actually, to talk about my commission. Ah, <laughs> let's go. Things got awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Contracts. No, um, they, they, they're they're great people. Um, Sky's a, it's such an incredible talent. So funny, yeah. definitely. And uh, and it's really interesting to see a lot of people who go on reality TV and all of a sudden they get this Instagram following mm. out of nowhere, and some of them turn it into a business. I know another girl oh, called yeah. Lisa Clark who. Uh, lives in Bondi and, and, and she's got, you know, regular clients that she'll always awesome. promote on her Instagram, yep. but she, you know, keeps it interesting. Yeah. Got like the healthy That's fitness kind of lifestyle. keep it interesting while still sort yeah. of promoting keep, brands yeah. and promoting brands that are sort of in line with you and your personality. I so if, a, if you a were a, a young kid who just got on a reality TV show and yeah. you just, just had 100,000, 200,000 followers right. just land in your lap, like what, what do you think is the most important thing to make it happen? Yeah, well, I think like you're saying, like it's one thing getting the attention. So you've got that hundred extra 100K following, but you want them to be engaged. So it's important to remain yourself. So what's the reason why you got those followers? Yeah. Why did that happen? Reverse engineer that and then 
tell your posts and show more of your lifestyle and portray the best version of yourself because mm. there's a reason why you got those followers. So make yeah. sure you're constantly keeping them in the loop. And, and you know, what, what is the quickest way to lose them? Because you see, you see a lot of people, they go on these shows and then they're like, I don't know how to post. I don't know how to, you know, talk to the fans. Mm. I mean, I, these people want to know about my life all of a sudden. It, it's it, if you it freaks rejected, them out. Yeah, it's when you're sort of yeah. rejected and not comfortable. With one, what's the harm in showing yeah. sort of you? Um, it will pay off. I think. Yeah, and and uh, you know, really, you've got to you got to make hay while the sun shines. Yeah, exactly. And, and run while you're you got hot. a little window to sort of get yeah. the most out of it. I mean, eyes are on you. Yeah, naturally. Because so. like looking back, when uh, you know, when I was uh, working on a lot, a lot of reality TV shows, I yeah. still do the Real Penguins of Sydney, which you can watch on the Sydney Sea Lab Aquarium website. Uh, and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a lot more voiceover stuff now, yeah, like, you yeah. know, Bear Grylls, latest doco, and all, all sorts of cool stuff like that. Awesome. But when I was actually, you know, on camera, and you know, got millions of people watching a TV show, then uh, I, I wish that I had to like, really push the social media more, because yeah. it, you know, it, it's once, oh, yeah. once you got that opportunity, it, to, to sort of make some noise, you really got to run with it. It's another corridor and it's just like another vision into your life. It's like someone's interested in you from the reality show, now show them the other parts of your life that they're maybe not seeing. It's like what Instagram's done with Insta Stories, mm. adding mm. that feature. It's yeah. like, here's my post, my feed, which is quite refined, mm. but here's behind the scenes of what's yeah. happening. Mm. So, what, what do you think of um, a lot of people, uh, you know, there's a lot of stories going on around at the moment about uh, Twitter, for example, is, uh, is is just making people's posts not seen that they, that they don't necessarily agree with, uh, especially a lot of the, the right-wing um, yeah. groups. Uh, if, they, if they don't like something, say Milo is saying, I think okay. Milo is canned from Twitter for, okay. for saying some things that they okay. didn't agree with. I don't, I don't know if it's still running, though, where he's been uh, been suspended from Twitter. But um, there was this Project Veritas. I don't know if you see it. They they no. uh, they do a lot of hidden camera stuff. Okay. Um, and they, they recently did it with a whole heap of people who work at Twitter and uh, were filming, like, uh, all the engineers and people that work behind the scenes. And that they were saying, yeah, 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 stuff that we don't necessarily agree with that we don't we don't think is right. You know, we, we just don't let those people's messages come uh, through yeah. as much. That, that can be really God, destroying yeah. for yeah, um, definitely. The Twitter. Definitely. Um, but, you know, that, that was uh, rumored to be talk, talked about a lot on Facebook as well, how Facebook works and, um, you know, people only seeing stuff that they agree with or things that they like mm. on their feed. Do you think that that's... Uh, see, I think, if, yeah. I agree thing. on Facebook side because yeah. Facebook favors you. Mm. So whatever you want to see, you're going to see, whether it's right or wrong. They will block things that are the... Ex- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Explicit or shouldn't, yeah, yeah. shouldn't be shown or too graphic to be shown. Yeah. But if you've got an opinion and you put it out there mm. and all of a sudden that gets 300 shares, mm. that's going to be ranked at the top of your feed if you've got an interest in that person. So that's how Facebook sort of works. Twitter sounds mm. like they're sort of manually sort of hiding. Oh, they, they've, they they've come out and Twitter have come out and said, you what know, these say? people don't speak for us. You right. know, it's it's not an official <laughs> statement. Uh, backpedal, backpedal. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, what are we going to do? Shit, yeah. But but do you think that, um, and like there's uh, some of the ex-bosses and people who've worked for Facebook have, you know, claimed responsibility for being very divisive in the community, whereas people are just seeing the stuff that they like and those people are seeing stuff they like and it's really tearing people apart. What I think, think Facebook 
has definitely won. So whatever they've done, mm. which favors the user, I mm. think I think they win, and I think they've made the right decision mm. there. Um, again, Twitter is something something slightly different on the other mm. side, which is just really protecting the audience from seeing certain things. But Facebook does it in a way that you see what you want to see, which mm. is the right thing. At the end of the day, it's the best possible product mm. for the consumer. I want to see things that only I want to see. Mm. You want to see things that you want to see. Mm. Um, so I, I do think it does work. What, yeah, but it does, you don't think it tears, tears people apart? Make, I, I'm only staying with my gang. I'm only you, staying with my gang. But you don't really know. That, that's mm. the thing. You don't really know it's that you don't f- say or feel that I'm yeah. separated from you. You just see what you like. That, mm. That's what's it, really It is happening. definitely a form of control, but it's favoured control in a way. It's mm. like people will say that they want to see the other side, but all of a sudden you start seeing info that you don't want. You spend less time on Facebook. Mm. Facebook as a business knows that attention, eyeballs is everything for them. Definitely. So the advertisers are spending money and people are spending more time on their platform. Mm. Well, they lost something like three, I think it was like 30 billion or some huge amount of money off the stock market recently because Zuckerberg said that they're going to make Favor Facebook people. more personable, more about relationships. It, it doesn't really justify the position of them. It's just some people obviously get scared because they're not going to get generate more user dollars. But mm. really it's a long-term play because you're going to keep people on the Facebook platform for mm. longer mm. and it's a much more viable business option. Personally, mm. that's what I think. Yeah. So Either some way, people get scared, I think. But Man, it's an incredible business and it, for it, sure. it's just gone gangbusters like your business has gone gangbusters. Exactly. Did you have any other businesses that you started before? Um, high smile where you know didn't work out and you thought let's just can that and try something else um, I not start I had a sales and marketing company but for me it just wasn't what I wanted to do it had to be something that I could really scale and speak to the to the wide world and mm. I think this was the opportunity that you I went needed. global global I think a lot of people in, in, in Australia they, they go oh, okay we're just in Australia and they mm. find it hard to go I reckon yeah. I could sell this on a, on a mm. global scale. Yeah. Is, is, it, is it a lot easier than people think to sort of take your business mm. to the next level? I don't, level I don't like think that? it's – to me, it's not easier. It's just how – the other thing is how well do you know the end consumer? And I think that's the one thing that we've understood from day one. We feel that we understand our target market, whoever we're targeting, mm. better than anyone else. So we know how to sell when we start to sell to the 35 to 45-year-old male. We know what type of content, how to target them on Facebook how to build the awareness, how to not just do a gunshot approach and put out, this is our kit, buy it for $79.99. How do we build a relationship with them, build the brand, instill the brand in their, in their mind, and then when it comes to selling them, they're more warmed and comfortable to, buy, to purchase. So in terms of people going overseas and expanding, the options are there, but it, the mm. one thing is, it is expensive if you don't know what you're doing because yeah, bigger definitely. audience means more dollars. What's, what's different about your product as opposed to anyone else's you know, teeth whitening that in they might buy In our industry, online? it's the fact that we are a brand that means something and how we represent ourselves. We make products for the end consumer mm. where other competitors are making products, obviously, for the retail companies to sell to end consumers. So there's mm. a quite a different scope of who we are and what our brand represents and how our products are made mm. um, to the other competitors out there on the market. At the same time, we are actually a brand and we actually stand for so much more. What, what about the, the actual product? Like how's, how's the product different from, say, going to the dentist? Yeah, so the biggest, the two key features are one, it widens teeth in 10 minutes. That's our biggest um, push. Um, it's the quickest on the market. And the second factor is it's very quick and easy to use it. Mm. You, you just attach the thing, you apply the gel and straight in the mouth. So mm. there's not a lot of complexity to it. Before we came to the market, there was complexity. You had to mold mouth trays. Mm. Um, it, was a, it was a very ugly process and we wanted to clean that up 
get the formula that could do it in 10 minutes mm. um, and simplify that right down and that's what we yeah, achieved. Yeah, and, we, you know, we, if you're going to a dentist, there's a pain in the ass. You've got to find a park, you've got to make the booking, yeah, you've got to sit exactly. in the waiting room, and read a crappy magazine well. from 1988. Then, then, then you've got to go and get the receipts so you can take it to fucking Booper, exactly. queue, up, queue up for two and a half hours and realise that you only get about four cents back out of the $500 you just spent. Mm. It's better just to spend what's your product, like 80 bucks? 80 bucks. 80 bucks for the kit. We do sell other products, toothpaste and things like that. So mm. we are expanding our product line. Ultimately, our goal is to dominate the bathroom. Mm. That's our end goal. That's our vision, how to get to that. That's funny. That's always been my goal too. <laughs> yeah. Just plucking and waxing and cleaning. And I forgot this morning, by the way. Sorry about that. Um, so I'm getting a vibe here that, uh, and could, I could be completely wrong here, that, that you're the product guy and you're the marketing guy, or do you close. both do yeah, the... Yeah, pretty close. Both, pretty both. close. We do overlap, but that's pretty much how we sort of position ourselves into... Who works the hardest out of you two, you reckon? <laughs> the safe. Who's the bludger? We, we drive, we both drive hard, we push hard. Do you ever have any fights? No, not, we not challenge, fights, we challenge each other almost every day, but we, it's always for the right cause. Yeah. And that's so, why we win, I, I so feel. When you say challenge yourselves, like, um, you, you guys well, follow any motivational speakers no, or like, do you like, read books and say, well, let's do this challenge or that challenge no, 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 or like, challenge like someone's opinion? The, the devil's advocate. If Alex has an opinion, if I agree with it, perfect, and we both, because if I agree and Alex agrees, generally speaking, it's like, it's the right way to move. If Alex has an opinion and I'm like, okay, if I think of it this way, there's a way that there could be a fault to that, or there's a better way to do it. Whether mine's right or Alex's is right, we're gonna have, like, not a, you wouldn't say an argument, but a, a solid discussion, a heated discussion about why we should move down certain paths. And then we'll come up with either a hybrid mix or Alex's decision or my decision on which way to move with the business. And without ego, removing ego or being like, oh, Alex is right, I'm upset, I feel, I feel a bit butthurt mm. about it or same, vice versa. So that's why the business is winning to date mm. and mm. why it's won over the past three years <laughs> as like co-owners is because we remove the ego totally. Mm. I don't mind if I'm right or if Alex is right as long as the business is... How do you do that though? How do you remove the ego? How because do you... we know that we both have... A lot have, of people do that. We both know that exactly. we have the business at heart. So mm. I know him challenging me is not him to... Not personally. Me. It's exactly. him to challenge high small to get to a better spot. Yeah. So I'm so comfortable to be wrong if it's the right decision mm. that, that high small needs Does to Does it make it right. easier that you're friends or harder? Much easier. Much easier, much easier. And Do you I still know, hang out as much? Yeah, yeah, definitely every day. But I, we know, I know how he ticks and I know how he thinks, so I know how he's getting to that point as well. So that adds to... To it as well, why we're able to move. So it's a business match made in heaven. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. much. Are there any other businesses like yours that you guys really, uh, you know, in, are inspired by and look up to? Mainly the, mainly the bigger, like the bigger companies. Like you look at companies like Apple, Nike, Adidas. Just we really, really respect and admire brands. Hmm. So we don't really look at okay, this company's turned over a hundred million dollars. They've sold X amount of product. It's like have they built a brand that means something because. By selling $100 million of teeth whitening kits, yes, it's perfect. Yes, you're making money, but it doesn't, for us personally, it doesn't fulfill you and it doesn't have longevity. Mm. It, it ebbs and flows, but brand is the one thing that stands the test of time. Brand outlasts anything on the market. Yeah. So it's Apple, Nike, Adidas, mm. McDonald's even in mm. different different industry. They're brands. But what about young kind of, you know, influencer types that have started their uh, own, own brand or something like anyone mm. like that? On a, on a smaller scale, someone who's an up-and-comer that you guys go, wow, I really like these guys' product and what they're doing. I'm trying to think. Anyone that you think, hey, these bastards are copying us. What, oh, do, you, God, what do you do with the people that are copying there's a, you? There's a million of that. There's a lot of people out there copying uh, you. A lot, there's a lot of people that copy and they take the exact and put the exact thing out mm. and that doesn't work. What works but, is take our learnings and filter it in for your brand. When we were talking about how do you get when you get 100,000 followers and 
you want to build that following and get the engagement up, you've got to post things that are relevant to your brand. Your brand and the identity is different to that of High Smile. If you're trying to recreate High Smile, you're going to lose every day. Of the yeah. Because we're the best version of High Smile. Mm. Be the best version of your brand. You're your too company. far out in front. They can't catch you. Mm. Well, you can be caught by a roundabout way if mm. we are caught slipping or we don't focus on ourselves and we start mm. focusing on company B. Yeah. They have to focus on themselves, whoever the competitor is or whoever the person is in an industry trying to break the noise is like, focus on yourself. When mm. Samsung's going up against Apple, they're running these funny ads mm. about Apple and it's a Samsung ad, yeah. yet that marketing budget's going towards Apple. Yeah. It's funny because you're, you're talking about you, it. You're putting Talk. your hands up saying, mm. we're second best. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's funny <laughs> and everyone's laughing, mm. everyone's sharing it, Yeah, but it's Apple. Yeah. So it's like that marketing, while it's good and I respect it and it's smart, it's, but hang on, yeah. you're, Spending millions, if yeah. not billions of dollars promoting mm. Apple and promoting yeah. yourself as second best. Only one thing worse than being talked about. That's not being talked about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, what's the long-term plan for you guys? Where do you see yourselves in the next five years? Still still here on the Gold Coast? Uh, still here on the Gold Coast. Got other Coast. plans for other things? No, we're definitely taking High Smile to another level. Our big goal is to get High Smile into every single bathroom, dominate the bathroom. But more importantly, we want to really challenge the current state of the market and challenge the default that sort of exists in the market. So people just mindlessly go in to buy products that they're not very comfortable with or they don't really put a lot of time in. So we really want to challenge that and challenge... You step it up. We have to step, step it up. up. Infrastructurally, personally, as a brand. New products. Stop. New, new products, products, absolutely. Just challenge ourselves every single day. And I think if we do that, we'll get to that goal to eventually get high smile. In Anal bleaching. <laughs> Low smile. Nice. Yeah, well, sold. I'd like to buy the first one. Let's go 50 50. <laughs> 50 50. Hi. I'm <laughs> Mike Goldman. Do you, do you notice when you're looking over your shoulder in the mirror that maybe you're a little bit dark in some areas that you didn't quite expect? to be well <laughs> welcome to low smile uh, you can do that let's, jim carrey thing where let me ask you a question <laughs> well that's cool oh, man shit. um so on uh, on a business perspective of uh you know there's a lot of lot of businesses and that are being disrupted like uh you've obviously disrupted the dental industry yeah. in in some way shape or form and you know um a, a lot of other things are starting to get disrupted so to speak it's such a in in word mm-hmm. um are there any businesses that you think are ripe for the taking like uh, i was watching a yeah, story on a current know. affair the other night about uh funeral parlors and they're charging five six thousand dollars for a coffin and a dodgy funeral parlor got busted for swapping the body into a pine no, box and kidding. they're just putting you know it's and reselling no. the coffin so that's obviously an industry that's one really Definitely. expensive, sure. and and two, it's it's very dodgy. Would do you think? What would you guys do if you were one, to disrupt that, that do, kind of an one industry? One that actually does my head in mm. is the auto, the mechanics. Yeah, it's so grey. Mm. If you don't know anything about cars, like myself, mm. when you go there, yeah, you're gonna get ripped off, guaranteed. Mm. I'm sure there's a get. Like you said, it's probably an in, it's an industry that mm. is high cost, a yeah. lot of money to be made. Yeah, everyone needs it, and you like don't you understand said. it. And you don't understand yeah. it. If someone can be honest, trustworthy, yeah. true to the customer, yeah. it's all about customer experience. Yeah. If someone can provide the right yeah. experience with the right product, they'll kill it. In saying that, the mm. auto industry do have Tesla who do have their I mean, own mechanic. More, yeah. more than mechanic. But yeah. who so do you got to get your Tesla own, fixed. But they like, do have yeah. their own mechanic. So Tesla have 
their policies the they ha- own the things top to bottom and one of their policies mm. is they actually do their own mechanics they do their own servicing mm. so and you don't pay extra for mm. it like they've got really good policies that separates them even in mm. like in areas of mechanics and servicing and they're just and doing things differently and like they're setting they're up in win. shopping malls and but that's and why selling they're going to win so I rocked into Tesla with, you know, boardies and a T-shirt and thongs and just looking at one of their, like, 100 and... No, it's like about $180,000, $200,000 yeah, yeah. car with the, the Tesla X or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, this lady's going, do you want to take it out for the night? And I'm like, I look like a hobo off the street. Yeah. And you're just saying, I can take it out. Yeah, yeah, just give us your details, sort it out. Shit. I took this thing burning all around town. I took it out <laughs> to dinner. But it was amazing. I, it yeah. made, made me want one rather than just, you know, there's the sales guy hammering you. So they, yeah. they just do things completely different. And and on the uh, the whole servicing your car thing, there's uh, a new product I saw the other day that's just come out. It was, I think it was like an Instagram or something oh, like yeah. that promoting it, where you plug in this little box into the fuse box of your car and it's an app that comes up and shows you, you know, exactly how how much you know uh-huh. oil you got to put mm-hmm. in. It's, it says like the engine lights on. You can reset the engine lights. A lot of time, the engine lights just it's gone like on because you need to check yeah. the oil or something like exactly. that. That's not that major. And you'll go in, and you know That'll the idiot cool. alarm goes off. <laughs> is, is is what my friend who call who works as a mechanic calls it because some idiots walked in and they thought, oh, I'll charge them five hundred bucks and tell exactly. them or something. You wouldn't know. You, you you've don't. And I hate that gray zone. And I think that's there's a massive gap whenever that is happening in an industry so if you were to because because you know you guys have done so well with, with your business and uh and marketing it and promoting it if you had a, a business that's got a really bad name it's not going so well and had a lot of horrible things happening like for example the catholic church like what would you do to save their brand reverse engineer what what was it that got it to that state so it, for example, let's let's use our industry. Jesus, what, what we did. <laughs> Jesus. Let's get Jesus, Jesus back. Come back. He's been promising he's going to come back. For years. Where the hell is that guy? <laughs> we need him back. But essentially, what we did with our business is what were the concerns and questions that people were having? Took too long. Mm. Pain and sensitivity, and then from what we saw was ugly packaging and branding. Mm. So how do we take those things? And then create new outfits. Like get the priests wearing like colours. <laughs> but even if the, for example, Catholic Church, <laughs> even if they started to really focus on the person mm. and mm. not for other purposes, mm. I think they would have the most success that mm. you could ever see. Mm. But when it's so separated and diluted down, it's so hard to have. What's the one common cause that they're here for? And mm. are they here for men? Sort of with social media, things mm. become a lot more uncovered mm. than they did 20 years ago when mm. things could just sort of go under the How rug. do you get the people back? I mean, Jesus you is handing out tra- three loaves and fishes. Maybe they start, instead of taking money, because they've got so much money, That's, the richest yeah. organisation in the world, just start maybe one day a week, just start handing out the cash to random people in the crowd. Do or it like a game show. Whatever it is to really speak to <laughs> people. He solved all the problems of the Catholic Church. Uh, anyone else wants any uh, business problems solved, just uh, contact the boys here and we can sort things out. Um, guys, thank you so much for, for this uh, great opportunity to speak to you. Thank I you. know that your time is valuable because you have a competition where you can, you can win 30 <laughs> minutes with you guys. Exactly. Yeah. If anyone's watching right now, is, is that competition still going and what do they get? Yeah, so basically the competition is going and all they have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel, Growing Up with Nick and Alex. What it is is a daily vlog. We put out vlog content from Monday through to Friday, every single day different piece of content, vlogging our day-to-day lives in business, in life in general. So it's a mixture of content. Subscribe to that page on YouTube. Let us know in the comment section below that you've subscribed. 
and you're in the draw to win. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I know when I walked in here to the uh, the offices at Broadbeach, there's like people already filming. So is this like your own reality TV show? In a sense, yeah, behind Very the much. scenes of our lives. So, so how, how much do you see? Do they, do they see your, your private lives? They see you waking up in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a good mixture of, of content. So some waking up in the morning, going for beach swims, going for workouts, not just business. We want to mix in and reveal a bit more because I think that's the way the key to growing and growing the following and getting more people engaged. So you're both good looking, rich guys living on the Gold Coast. You, you, you both seem like you're very level headed. Um, I, I thought you might have your head in the clouds and might be a bit, you know, wankers. Cause I, I know when I first had my uh, my first break, when I was your age, I, I thought I, uh, my shit didn't stink, but you seem pretty cool. Um, so there'd be a lot of girls out there to be like chasing your asses. Uh, number one, do you like girls? I wouldn't know because my gaydar's broken. It's got me in a lot of trouble. And, and Number two, are you single? No, we're both we're both taken. Both taken. Both yeah. taken. Gone. Lucky, lucky ladies. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. Really thank appreciate you, awesome. you, thank for, you uh, being on the show. And um, and if people would like to buy your incredible pro- incredible product, uh, it's just at www.highsmileteeth.com. How many can we give away for free? We, we can give away five. Five. <laughs> five, five for free. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the first people to uh, to get onto uh, the comments section and say and send us a photo of their teeth yep. and, and why they need okay. it. Does that, yeah. that make sense? So let's do it. Cool. That's your whole new marketing campaign. Easy. <laughs> Just came up with it. Thank you so much. Nick and Alex, really appreciate Great it. The High Bright you. Boys from the Gold Coast. Legends. Well, Watch this you. space. They're just getting bigger and bigger. High smile, man. Huh? You said high bright. High smile. When did I say that? Just then? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I don't even talk about it for fucking hour. <laughs> Uh, the boys from High Bright here on the Gold Coast. <laughs> the boys from High Smile here on the Gold Coast. They're taking over. Look, can we just edit that, please? Because that, that was just horrible. Let's wrap it up. I need a drink. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.